What's going on, y'all? It's your boy C Marty Fit, and we back here with another episode of the Less Brunches More Crunches podcast. It is uh, Wednesday evening. Um, you know, as you know, I have changed my schedule so I could put more time into the podcast, give y'all more episodes, continue to be consistent on YouTube, and I think I'm doing that. So. Look, so we 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 gonna keep this thing going, man. But before I start, man, it just this is one thing I realized with this content creation. You really realize how many people are just delusional and insane in the comments and the, the stuff I get back and the stuff I hear back from people in my DMs. It's crazy, bro. Like you really gotta have tough skin for this, and I got that. <laughs> See, Marty Fick got that. So look, man, with all that being said, let's get into the episode. So today, I'm basically talking about what you need to know to succeed as a personal trainer. So, um, you know, this is a little bit of fitness side, a little bit of business side, anybody aspiring to be a trainer. Um, I feel like this episode can be a little beneficial to everyone because, you know, you might not be looking to be a trainer. You could be looking for a trainer and learn something from here and you know what what you need to look for in the trainer. So with all that being said, man, let's let's get into it. So first thing, you can't approach this as a job. Um, you got to move like you're the best trainer. Believe you're the best trainer. So one thing about moving like the best trainer, you need to stay knowledgeable. So if you got a client asking you, um, why do I need to eat this much protein? Uh, why do I need to do dumbbells? Why do I need to use dumbbells or instead of you know a barbell? You should be able to answer that. Uh, why do I need to do pull-ups? Why do I need to lift heavy? Isn't that going to make me bulky? You need to have the scientific answer, and then you might need to have an analogy to relate it to real life. Like um, you know, a lot of <laughs> one analogy I love is like when uh, girls ask, like, why do I need to lift heavy? Isn't it going to make me bulky? And it's like that's like saying. Um, you know, I'm going to drive a car, so I'm a NASCAR driver, you know, just taking it to the extreme. So that's one of my favorite analogies. You got to be slick, clever, know what you're talking about and make people trust you um, when you do that. Right. <clears throat> you got to know the fitness trends. So when I say the fitness trends, like um, you got to know the gimmicks, the fake stuff. You got to understand why flat tummy tea is broke. Um, why flat tummy tea is, is bad. So I did an episode a few months ago, and I broke down why flat tummy tea is bad for you. It's not going to help you burn fat. It's just going to make you use the bathroom. It's going to make you uh, poop out your nutrients, poop out the water, and it's going to dehydrate you. You got to know what's going on. So you can't just say, um, don't get surgery <laughs> or, uh, you know, don't just do cardio. You got to be able to break it down and explain it. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, do the opposite of what other trainers are doing. Other, what other bullshit trainers are doing so um don't show up late you know one of, one of my boys i hate to say it i love him to death that he's always late he's late to every session to the point where my clients even notice it they're like dang he late again what time is it it's the it's 17 after you know don't be late you see other trainers doing that you see him being cool you see them not being energetic with their clients. You, you know, you, you see them uh, not laughing on their phone too much. Don't do that. All right. Another thing too, correct form. A lot of trainers they just they just collect their money, 
they let clients do whatever and they don't correct form. And this, I got certain clients like that been with me for over a year and I'm still correcting their form. And it's like, yo, like, when are you going to get it? Like, you got to slow down. You have to pay attention to what you're doing. It's not just coming here, social hour. Of course, you want to have fun. Of course, you want your clients to be friends and be cool. And you want that um, family atmosphere in your session. But you got to correct for them. You can't just have people in there doing whatever. And not only that, not only does it look bad, people always watching you. That's another thing. People always watching you. But you don't want to develop that reputation. And you don't want anybody to get hurt. You don't want any clients to get hurt. From the moment you get hurt, that client's going to trash your name. I've seen it happen to so many trainers. I've seen so many people get hurt and not come back to that trainer. So be careful with that. And um, lastly, you got to do extra. You know, you really got to put effort into your clients, right? So you got to, maybe you might need to stretch some clients out their workout. I know at the, the gym I train at, it's a public gym, but we just got like some stretch machines. So I'll either um, show my clients some stretches, take them to the stretch machine, show them how to stretch with the band, maybe use the Theragun on them. Um, another thing too, check in with your clients and what they're eating. I always tell my clients, send me pictures. Like, even though it gets annoying, you could blow my phone up <laughs> about your eating, about anything on your goals, what workouts you need to do outside of here. Blow my phone up. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to answer you. I'm going to get back to you. It might not be right away because I might be asleep because, I mean, you know, it's 7 o'clock now. I just started getting into bed at 9, 9.30. But back in the day, meaning not that long ago, I was I was going to bed at 11 and 12. I'd be up all types of times of the night. So even if I got to get back to you the next morning, I'm still going to get back to you. So, um, you know, just just be extra with your clients. Do, go above and beyond. Um, the most will appreciate it. The good clients will appreciate it. And uh, we'll we'll talk about some shitty clients later later <laughs> down in here. But um, you know, I got some great clients that've been with me forever, and they're very appreciative. So. Second thing, and I got to say this because people don't be trying to hear it. Get your body right. You can't be an out-of-shape trainer. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. I'm not saying you got to be a professional athlete or in the same type of shape as them. I'm not saying you got to have the best body in the gym. I'm not saying all that. But you should look like you work out, you live the lifestyle, and you know what you're talking about. At the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. You shouldn't be walking around with no big gut. You shouldn't be walking around out of shape, out of breath. Can't demonstrate what you're asking your clients to do. Get your body right. All right? It's hard for people to respect you if your shit ain't together. I'm just saying. And, you know, <laughs> uh, like, I, I be saying stuff on the podcast, but I don't want to seem like I'm uh, throwing shade at people. But, look, <laughs> we... We've all seen that trainer, and it's like, how is this a trainer? How? We've all seen it. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Please don't. Get it together. And, you know, like a lot of... I'm going to drop a personal training course, but one thing I had in my personal training course that helped me was while I was studying for my certification, I was in the process of getting my body right. So I'm learning stuff from from the book, and I'm in the gym every day. And it also helped that I worked the front desk but, like, I'm in there every day. So, that's, you know, you got to get your body right. Um, 
and 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 it's hard for you to relate to your clients. Like you won't know what they're going through if you didn't put yourself through it. So like, I mean, I had the I had the uh, luxury of being a Division One athlete, so I was able to you know be sore for my whole life from weights and workouts and doing sprints and all types of stuff. But it's a different soreness and it excuse me, it's a different soreness in the gym too that I got to experience once I became a trainer when I started going hard on weights, doing body um, body splits, splitting different body parts I'm working on. So, you know, my clients like, I'm sore today. I can't. Yes, you can. Get warm up. Let's get it. This is what you do. We're going to th- uh, get you through a dynamic warm up. We're going to put you through some stretches. This is stretch you need to do at the end to help it. But, oh, your lower back hurts? Good. That means you're doing the RDL correctly. So, you got to put yourself through it to know what your client through. And that's another reason to have your body right. And then another thing too, I've gotten literally gotten clients just based off of being in the gym. People see what I look like, they like. I'm like asking, what's your goal? They like, oh, I wanna look like you. And I mean, bro, like that's easy money right there. I didn't have to pitch my business. I didn't have to market. I didn't have to advertise. I didn't have to convince you that I'm the guy you need to train. They like, yo, whatever you do, I wanna look like you. I've definitely gotten clients like that. I've even got female clients like that. They're like, yo, like I like how you got strength, you got muscles, but you look athletic too. Like it just, you know, get your body right. <laughs> Another thing about getting um, your body right. Oh no, that was the last thing about getting your body. Oh yeah, sorry. It is one more thing about getting your body right. You don't want to leave money on the table because you're not right. Like people will pick up on that, and they you might have had a good Instagram page. You might have had a client hype you up. And talk about how good you are. But because um, an inquiring client doesn't like the way you look or they don't respect it, you're going to leave money on the table. Don't leave any money on the table, all right? The next thing you need to be successful as a personal trainer, you got to ignore the outside BS. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it for real. You got to ignore the outside bullshit, Okay. I'm going to tell you this. I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but again, everybody has not seen every episode. So if I repeat some things, I apologize. People will make you feel weird for wanting to transform your body. Why you got to do all of that? Why are you always in the gym? What you trying to be a bodybuilder? What you trying? Listen, if you decide to be a trainer and you want to be a successful trainer, it's going to be a different type of grind. You got to do some things differently than, than most people. You ha- li- you literally have to, right? And then I know for myself, as an, a young trainer, an early trainer, I had to learn that, like, yo, it's a lot of money early in the morning. And it sucks. It's draining. But when you're trying to get your name out there, um, it, only, it only makes sense to take that, those clients and not leave it on the table. Don't be lazy. So... Why you got to get up early? Like, it was times where I couldn't hang out. I can't go. Like, I know it's Sunday. It's it's we it's during the week. I'm not hanging out with y'all. I'm not, I'm not watching the game. I'm not watching the NBA Finals. And, you know, if you know me, you know how much I love to watch basketball. I've missed so much basketball, but I've had to, you know, put the business first. You're going to have to uh, get up early, and you're going to have to um, miss out on some things, right? You're going to have to put in extra hours. I mean, there was a time where... You know, maybe when I was like 24, 25, I would be the first trainer there and the last trainer to leave. But there were other, you know, older trainers, they were already established. They they had their bills paid from training. 
I didn't have that. I was still living with my mom. I'm like, yo, if I'm living with mom, I need to be grinding. So there's plenty of times I was the first trainer there and the last one to leave. Put in the extra hours. You might have to take a client on a Saturday, take a client on a Sunday. Um, even now, you know, like I just, you know, I just got back on vacation and, a, you know, a client, there was a mix up with the, with the scheduling. And I'm like, you know, we can make the session up on Saturday. It even happens now to this day. I don't have to. But, um, you know, I'm just a good trainer. I'm, I'm, I'm fair. I care about my clients. I want to give them what they pay for. So I, I have to do it sometimes. Um, it's just part of the game, you know. And, uh, you know, another thing, you might have people asking you when you're going to get a real job. People don't respect. Uh, if you're not in the gym or you never had a trainer, people don't respect. Even when people have trainers, they don't respect the career. They don't respect it as a career. People don't think I have a, a real job like. There are times where, you know, let's say I'm just having a casual conversation with somebody like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a long day. You know, I'm pretty tired. Tired from what? Now, you don't have a real job. And, dog, like, I'm big on energy. I'm big on bringing energy to my sessions. If my clients see me, what's up? Good morning. Da -da -da. It might get on their nerves sometimes. It might be early in the morning. But it's better to have that than to not have enough energy, than to be all sluggish and I've, I've been there too. I've been, you know, might have had something going on outside. I've been all sluggish and mopey and da da da. Stop that, that weak ass shit. You got clients asking you, like, yo, is everything all right? Your energy's down today. Never happened. The, the, that one time that it happened, it never happened again. You'll never know if I'm going through something in the gym or outside the gym. Never again. People are paying you for a service. Your energy better be up. But, um, be it. But, like, even with, you know, and I'm just being transparent because it's the podcast, like, even my mom, when I first started training, she was so worried about me, like, um, you know, because I wasn't making a lot of money at first. I was I was with mom for a couple years, and she thought that I couldn't move out on my own. I was making enough money to move out on my own, but I'm like, shoot, I'm, I'm stacking this bread, you know. I don't. I haven't. I haven't gotten to the point where it's, it's automatic, where it's a machine yet. My personal brand ain't there yet. And, and, and I didn't feel comfortable moving out yet. So people going to ask you, when are you going to get a real job? You don't want to work for the government? You don't want to do this? You should do this. I want to be able to tell my friends that you do X, Y, Z. I told my friend that you, um, you're a personal trainer. And they said, that's what he wants to do? You know, I want to be able to tell them a title of a company. Or you work at a... That a man, listen. Don't listen to none of that shit. The personal trainer industry is a billion-dollar industry. There are trainers out here getting that bag. I went to uh, DBC down in Miami. Shout out David Alexander, one of the goats in training. Um, he's trained a lot of professional athletes, basketball, NBA, NFL, MLB, PGA. Like he's trained all. He's trained um, professional women athletes as well. Doug. He told us like what he charges for an hour and what he charges to go on the road, Bruh, There's a bag out here, bro. Do not sleep on this personal training. It can take you to, to to places you never thought it would. And I mean, I'm not big time or nothing, but just some of the things training has allowed me to do and allow me to see, dog, take it serious, man, for real. You're not going to regret it. If you if you um, elevate in the game, I promise you, you're not going to regret it. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do more episodes on elevating in the business because I'm still in the process on it. I'm not an expert yet. So I don't just want to be out here, you know, you got to do that. Look, look, I'm still at the, the gym I started at, but, but, 
you know, I run my business way different now, and I'm not going to be here much longer. I'm not going to be here forever, so, um, but yeah, man, like I said, ignore, ignore that, um, ignore the outside BS, and you got to realize, too, man, you're, this job is important, right? This is a career that's very important. You got to realize health is wealth. You teaching people how to be healthier. You teaching people how to add extra years to their lives. You teaching people how to prevent disease, how to prevent injury, how to prevent health issues. You got to view yourself as a superhero. You got to walk with that chip on your shoulder when you're a personal trainer. Even though people will try to diminish what you do, you'll have clients try to diminish what you do. Um, and, and that, like even there was times where like, I, you know, I just had to set a boundary today with one of my clients. You know, he one of my boys, one of my long term clients. But sometimes you might and I'm not saying he did this, but there's going to be times where you might set a boundary and people like all you have to do is that. Uh, 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 you ain't going to tell me all I have to do, because nine times out of ten, they be at their job bullshitting, probably work two hours a day and just be sitting there on the clock, taking up time, collecting the check. Um. They don't have to exert half the energy I have to exert <laughs> to, to be a trainer. Like, it's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes people don't know about. Like, I'm always working. Like, part of that is because I'm a trainer, but it's just because I'm, like, really on top of my business. I'm always working. If you follow my page, I'm always posting. I saw somebody in the gym today. He was like, bro, your podcast, you doing your thing, you always posting. Yeah, I'm working, man. This, this is hard work. Um, another thing, too, you got to... Eliminate distractions, right? You gotta eliminate toxic people negatively. I kind of just, I kind of just went over that. Like my mom. Now I'm not gonna eliminate my mom. You can't eliminate your mom, but I can eliminate her ideas. I can eliminate her opinions, her negative opinions. I don't have to listen to that. I'm still gonna love you as my mom. I'm still gonna respect you, but I ain't gotta listen to nothing that you're talking about. I've had friends that have been uh, very negative. They're no longer my friends. Now, I remember like studying for personal training. And I was going on job interviews, and one of my friends was like, oh, the personal training could wait. And Doug, like, I've elevated through the game. That person didn't acknowledge what I'm doing. They didn't really acknowledge my success. And that person's no longer my friend. It happens all the time. You know, people, um, even like, you know, not being cocky. I've even had people, like, think I'm trying to talk to their girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm not trying to talk to them. They just be envious of, you know, how I look or... Um, the energy I bring, the way people gravitate towards me, they might be jealous of it. You got to eliminate that shit. Don't hang around people like that. They're going to hold you back, right? Um, there might be some parties. You're going to have to miss parties, bro. You, I mean, I ain't telling you not to live your life because Lord knows I've lived mine. So, you know, you might have to, uh, you know, say no to some parties. You might have to cut off that significant other, the, the, the girl you're talking to, the, the man you're talking to. I've had multiple women, the way they've acted towards my business, I had to cut them off. Like, you know, just specifically, I've had women get mad that I was training a certain woman because they had some bullshit happen years ago. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm getting my bag. So I had a girl, she was like, you going to put your business before me? Yes, the business, yeah. You not my wife? Yeah. That girl's gone, and my business is elevating because of it. Um, and 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 you're gonna have people be jealous, uh, significant others that are jealous. You can't have that. And I ain't telling anybody to get you know break up with their spouse or anything like that. But 
you got to be conscious of it. And I'm a, <laughs> and I want to do more content for men, um, you know, specifically in this business, you know, on, on on things like that. But um, yeah, get get that toxic shit out of there, man. We ain't got time for that. We trying to get to the money and we trying to help people. That's what this is about. All right. Lastly, right. Don't develop a weirdo reputation. And um, I, I got a couple bullet points in here, but I wanted to add something. So when I say weirdo reputation, that means like a few things. And one thing that came to mind was you can't let clients walk all over you. You cannot let them walk all over you. You can't let them talk to you a certain way. You can't let them show up late. You can't let them just be bullshitting and eating whatever they want. Like, yo, if you are training with me <laughs> and you are not eating correctly, I'm going to let you know that. I'm going to ask you every question in the book. I'm going to um, correct you. I'm going to know if you're not eating right. And most people just end up being honest. And I end up, you know, just throwing, not throwing shade, but I'm going to let you know, like, yo, you got to get it together. You bullshitting. And they end up leaving. And I'm cool with that because, listen, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten DMs from people like, yo, is this your client on vacation? Where And the, the client just embarrassing me. Some people that's been training with me for weeks, months, and you out there looking a hot mess and got people questioning my business and my knowledge. I ain't got time for it. I'd rather you go somewhere else and not be here, right? Another thing, too. Don't be trying to mess with your clients, bro. Women talk. Women talk. And... The energy, the energy I bring, I'm like such a cool person. I'm cool with everybody. Women be telling me their business, and it's a lot of crazy trainers out here that make it bad for male trainers. And I'm, just, I don't know the female side. I'm not on that side that much. <laughs> but we, actually, I know a little bit of it. We could do an episode on it. But look, fellas, don't be trying to bang your clients by trying to take them out on dates. Like, bro, you are going to mess your business up. It's, in, it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. I have too many stories of it. If you wanna if you wanna hear the stories, comment below. I have too many stories about people doing that, man. Leave your clients alone. Keep it business. And um now it's one thing if she's trying to talk to you, that's different. I still don't recommend that you do that. But don't be out here trying to initiate it. Alright? And it's probably gonna happen. You probably in shape, you got muscles, um, you're telling the women what to do, you're you're knowledgeable, you're teaching them. They probably gonna like you. They around you a couple times a week. They around you more than they probably around um, other men in their lives. They might like you. It's gonna happen. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Don't do it, man. It's too many women out here to be doing that. It's too many women outside. If you want a gym girl, get a gym girl outside of your gym. Go do get it. If you want a trainer, get a a different trainer outside of your gym. So, um, another thing too, man. I brought up showing up late earlier, but this is kind of similar. Don't be lazy, man. Do not miss sessions. Do not get in the habit of missing sessions, not showing up, messing up the time. And I'm, I know I just mentioned that I had a scheduling issue with the client, but I ain't never not showed up. Never, never not showed up. I've been late before, but don't get in the habit of just not showing up. If you and I'm and people be like, well, I don't, I'm on schedule early clients because I can't get up in the morning. Figure out what you need to do to get up in the morning. Go to bed. Cut the TV off. Put your phone on. Do not disturb. 
But don't be out here, man, because people already think the tra personal trainer industry is already bullshit. I see people talking bad about trainers all the time. Right? So, get to your sessions, man. But look, that's pretty much, you know, what it takes to be uh, successful in, in personal training. I'm sure I left some things out. But, um, you know, those, those are the main points. Uh, another thing, too, make sure you got a certification. <laughs> make sure you got the certifications. People will question you. And if you're not, if you don't have something valid, people will put you on blast. They will put you on blast. So, um, but yeah, man. Another episode of the Less Bunches, More Crunches podcast. Um, if you like that episode, if you want to know more, let me know. You know, if you if you got some videos you want me to react to or any more topics you want me to cover, shoot me a DM. My social media is right there in the description. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Send it to a friend. And I appreciate y'all watching. That was a fire episode. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. We out. Honestly, I mean, they're one of the best friends in DMV.